This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself <laughs> laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey, everybody. And TGIM. Thank God it's Monday. You said that every Monday. TGIM. TGIM. Yes. Because everyone says TGIF. You know, we say TGIM. Thank God it's Monday, man. It's very cute, honey. It's very you for Monday. Monday, Monday. Anyway. Monday, Monday. Remember <laughs> that song? I used to sing that every Monday, but I stopped. Why'd you stop? I don't know. How come you've been asking me to start singing it again? Huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we had some podcasts. People, you know, email us. I'm just joking. So. Ah. Well, this is Living It Up While Beginning Again. How was your weekend? Well, honey, let me introduce us. Okay. This is Living It Up While Beginning Again. I'm Scott, along with my singing wife, Teresa. Hello. And uh, we hope your weekend was great, but uh, we're just really glad to be with y'all. We have a great topic today, and uh, we really hope that you enjoy it. Yeah. My lovely wife is going to tell you what it is. Okay. Deceit is a forerunner of disaster. So no matter how difficult it is, honesty is still always the best policy it's not just it is a cliche but it's still true there's some cliches that are not don't make a lot of sense like we heard one last night about the early bird gets the worm who likes worms yeah really so that's like one of those cliches it's not a lot of meat in it it really doesn't make a lot of sense but this one makes a lot of sense honesty is still the best policy and it is a cliche but it is a true one and i also said you know the worm had to be early too to be there and look what happened to him (laughs) (laughs) that's true well, we're uh, inspired by the Old Testament in mm-hmm. this particular topic from Second Samuel one eight through nine, which is eight through one ten. Of, yeah, one of your mm-hmm. favorites. I'm sorry, eight through ten. I'm still yeah. stuck. On, I need to be honest. Eight through ten, not nine. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> I'm going to read that to you. Um, it said he responded, "Who are you?" Which was David, and uh, the response was, "I am an Amalekite." I told him. Then he begged me, "Come over here and put me." Out of my misery, for I am in terrible pain and want to die. So I killed him. The Amalekite told David, he's talking about Saul, for I knew he couldn't live. Then I took his crown and his armband, and I have brought them here to you, my Lord. Mm. Well, you know what? This Amalekite, he was trying to get something for nothing. Because if you read about um, King Saul... Um, of course, you know, we can't go through all of it, but King Saul was trying to kill David for a long time because um, he was anointed to be the, the king. Mm-hmm. And Saul was the king. And so he saw him as a threat. And so through these battles and what have you, uh, Saul was injured and saw his enemy coming towards him. And as the story goes, Saul put the sword up to his, to his armor and he was on his knees, and he just leaned into it and committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Well, this Amalekite is telling David that he's the one that killed him. Mm-hmm. The Saul was begging him to do so, and so he brought the, the armband, you know, to David to show him that he did so. 
and uh, expecting a reward. Mm-hmm. That David was going to go, hey, man, thank you. You know what? My gosh. Uh, you know, I mean, this guy's been after me for years. I've been hiding in caves, and, man, I'm tired of it. You know, you know what David did? In verse 11, it says, David and his men tore their clothes in sorrow when they heard the news. They mourned and wept and fasted all day for Saul and his son Jonathan and for the Lord's army and the nation of Israel because they had died by the sword that day. David, even though he was being hunted by Saul, still respected him because he respected his, his position. He was king of Israel. And that's how great David became. Because David, even though he was being, you know, just totally blasted by Saul, everyone was trying, a lot of people were trying to kill him and find him. He respected him. When he heard he died, he was in great sorrow. Well, the Amalekite, (laughs) basically it says here, um... David asked him, why were you not afraid to kill the Lord's anointed one, which was Saul? Then David said to one of his men, kill him, the Amalekite. So the man thrust his sword into the Amalekite and killed him. You have condemned yourself, David said, for you yourself confess that you killed the Lord's anointed one. In other words, David, David knew how Saul died because people had told him that Saul had died you know, by suicide. But here's this guy coming up here trying to be all that in a bag of chips. And David just looked at him and said, you know what, man? I cannot believe you're trying to do this to get ahead. So, you know, in our lives, that can really relate to to us, you know. Um, Have you ever done anything deceitful? To receive a reward like to receive a reward. Yeah. Like it's your job. Maybe not be so truthful. Trying to get ahead. You know, talk about someone else, maybe. Hey, you know what? You know what so-and-so did. I don't know if I'd hire him for that position, but you know what? I'd like to have that position. You know what I mean? Uh, cheat on your inventory or, or or just do things, you know, that just aren't right. We all have, if you're honest, and that's what this podcast is about, is being honest. We all have in some way, form, or fashion in our life, whether when we're a little child or if we're an adult or what have you. Because we're born with a sinful nature. Well, like it said, honesty is always the best policy. And it can backfire on you. You can deceive someone thinking, well, if I, let's just say it's a relationship. If I, if I tell this person all my stuff, I might lose them. Uh Where the flip side of it is, is if if this person discovers all your baggage later without you confessing and being forthcoming, the chances of them splitting are greater. That's true. So your, your biggest fear would come true, but in the reverse. So the very yeah. thing that you needed to do that you didn't would be what cost you your relationship. That's right. So being true to yourself and being honest is always the best policy because, first of all, that's God's way. And second of all, he's going to take care of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, once we're trying to do the best that we can and be obedient to him and do what we know that he's told us to do, we leave the results up to him. Mm-hmm. But being true to ourselves is a high priority next to being true to God. So you just have to run a risk. And if you, if you take a risk, a risk in a relationship 
and air all your dirty laundry and stuff like you and I did the second night we went out. We took a mm-hmm. risk that maybe sure did. we didn't want to go any further, but it was what we had to do to live in our own skin. It's what we needed to do to do the right thing and, and, and of course, you know, save ourselves getting hurt. But really, it's, uh, it's God's way of doing things. He wants us to be open and honest. He tells us that. Yeah. And, and when you're staying vertical with him, take a risk like that. If, if the other person bolts, this just means it's not who he had for you anyway. That's right. So. Yeah, what you're saying, I mean, yeah, when our second date, I mean, I, I laid it all on the line with Teresa. I just told her all my past. And I did the same with you. And my struggles. Mm-hmm. And, and just told her, listen, you know, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And this is who God is trying to, you know, mold me into. And if you can live with this, then I'm all in. It wasn't easy, just like we said. It's no it matter how difficult it is. I prayed it was about difficult. it. Yeah. I mean, but I was going to do it no matter what, mm-hmm. but I prayed about it. And I just asked God, God, if this is not the one for me. Mm-hmm. If she decides, you know what, that's just a little bit too much baggage, mm-hmm. then I'll just say, you know what, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I hope you have a great, blessed life. And but see, you came to me mm-hmm. with your baggage unpacked yeah. at that time. For the most part, maybe we're just mm-hmm. carrying around a little overnight kit, your little shaving bag, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, you were honest. Yeah. And uh, you have to lean that discernment up to the other person, and that's that's what I did. I just discerned. Whether or not this was the Lord, and um, He took care of it. So, did we take a risk? Yes, like we said, but we That's had right. to be, do so in order to be comfortable in our own skin and save ourselves from getting hurt later on. Yeah, the consequences of being dishonest is not worth it. I mean, you know, the man was lying to David in hopes of receiving an award from him. But what's the whole root of this is selfishness. Oh, yeah. Which, which, as we always say, goes back to fear. To pride. Yeah, just being... A, and you know what? It's, it's true because you're, you're just afraid that you're going to lose something that you don't have mm-hmm. or you're going to, you know, not get something that you want. Yeah. And, and really, that's what it boils down to. Fear of being afraid you're going to lose something that you have or not get something that you really want. That's right. Well, <laughs> this, uh, this Amalekite, he did receive his reward, death. Mm-hmm. But deceit is a harbinger of disaster. Honesty is always the best policy. Yeah. You know, um, look how honest Jesus, when he was, when he was on the... Uh, uh, preaching for three years before his death on the cross, mm-hmm. he was so so honest with people, and he wasn't ashamed of who he was. You know what Paul says in in Romans one sixteen? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, you know what? Jesus is the gospel, and so when he was walking on this earth and preaching to people, um, I mean, he was just being honest with them. You know, I never, you know, when you read the Bible and, and when he's in front of the, the Jewish rabbis and, and, uh, and they asked him, are you the son of God? Are you? He could have very easily said, you know what? No, I'm not. You know, I'm not the son of God. You know, uh, I just, you know, I, I love God. And, but you know what? I've been kind of, man, eh, I'm kind of faking this, you know, because, he did, you know, if he didn't want to get whipped and, 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 and crucified. But what did Jesus say? He said, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is the great I am. 
Yes, he is, honey. He is. You know what? Honesty um, is a character issue. It is. And God wants us to have character, yeah. not always be one. And one that models honesty through his character better than anyone ever in the history of, of mankind is Jesus Christ. Now, can we live up to that standard? No. <laughs> but can we strive to live like he did and he wants us to? Sure. We can strive to be better every day. But the first thing you have to do is give your heart to him. Give your heart sincerely to Jesus and be honest with him. Lord, I am messed up. <laughs> but you can make it all right. Yes. But the way to do that is, to, is just to pray this prayer with us. If you've never done so. Or maybe you've walked away and you want to come back to him. Well, he's ready. And he's being honest. He is. <laughs> and he's saying... I love you, and I want you to come back. So please pray this prayer with us. Please know that you're saved if you give your heart to him and your life to Jesus. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven if I ask you to do so. Lord, I honestly, from a sincere heart, ask for your forgiveness. Father, thank you for all you've done for me. Thank you for being my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, thank you. And, and if you prayed that prayer, um, we'd love for you to email us at info at livingitup.org. Let us know that you did so. We'd love to pray for you. Or any other prayer requests you may have um, so we can... Uh, uh, just put that around the world, you know, all of our brothers and sisters around the world, you know, be praying for each other. That's right. Well, this has been good. A little bit shorter. Yeah. We're aiming for that. And remember, just the seed is a forerunner of disaster. Okay. So when you find yourself up against the wall of some situations this week, just remember, honesty is still always the best policy. That's as, right. as Troy would say, it's the best Paul, let's see. Oh, Lord. Anyway, we love y'all. <laughs> we look forward to talking to you tomorrow. And until then, keep living it up. Well, I'll begin again.